1: Welcome, everyone, to episode two, part one of The Lowdown. We are so excited that you are here. Um, Today, we're going to be going over kind of a behind the scenes of who we are, more than just real estate, um, you know, and what we do day to day, but to hear our background and who we are individually. And today, Jarrell's going to go ahead and take it away and tell you a little bit about his story and how we're here.
2: Absolutely. Thanks, Britt, for that. Uh the lowdown. Who am I? You guys remember that song from back in the nineties? Yeah, that was a bad song. Um, Who Am I? Right. And I think what we're talking about is finding that that commonplace that we all have. Well, before real estate, um college basketball, uh got my degree in psychology, got my masters in urban education leadership. Uh, that moment led me into education because I knew I wanted to make an impact. I knew I wanted to focus on families and students, right? Um, and for me, I am here. I am on what is this year fourteen? Year fourteen and counting. Oh, uh, man, time flies when you're having fun. Uh, started in OUSD, Oakland Unified School District. Uh, just was a. A a tremendous opportunity servicing families and students and doing the work and being intentional about the work. Um, From OUSD, I moved over to Cal Berkeley. My goodness, talk about a dream that was always mine as Mm -hmm. a kid. Uh, Well, let me just recapture that. I was never good enough, I was never competitive enough as an athlete to receive a scholarship to Cal Berkeley. But that was my dream. I just remember as a kid, taking the bus up to Cal Berkeley, watching Jason Kidd play, watching the atmosphere and said, that's it. That's where I wanted to be. Um, Unfortunately, wasn't able to receive a scholarship there, received it somewhere else. Um, But sometimes your journey, your path takes you on detours that you eventually land back at. And here I am just enjoying my time at Berkeley, working with students in the student services department. Um, But the question now becomes is, what's next? And you know, for me, I really struggle with that word retirement. And I I feel like that's a place, the word is, is, is stimulating me to believe I'm going to die, or that's my next place of retirement. This is what it is. Um, But for me, real estate became that chapter too. And I think for uh, Brittany, myself, we purchased a property a few years ago, And that experience was so amazing. You know, the two individuals that helped us up in the northern region of California, uh, just talking about phenomenal gentlemen, professional, and they're just across the board, just Mm -hmm. a great experience. And for us, we kind of just looked at each other. Not only was the process, I think we all know the home buying process is stressful for first-time homebuyers. But... We looked at each other and said, there's something here that we can't quite grasp. We can't put our tongue on. or We can't put into words. But today's not about real estate. We're talking about who am I behind the scenes. I'm going to tell you this. As a kid growing up in Oakland, uh, basketball was everything. Well, first, Raiders, Warriors, <laughs> and A's is everything and i don't care what you say well your team's in vegas your team's in san francisco that's fine i I can tell you this what you can't take from the city is the fabric and when you talk about the raider way when you talk about raider nation it's the fabric of the community it's what you see neighbors doing with each other it's how we uh, how we interact how we find that place of We are going to get through this. We're committed to excellence, even though our living standards is below uh, poverty. Um, And we're just so man, I'm just as a kid, I can tell you um, we had a, a, a lunch lady that was a phenomenal lunch lady for us at middle school. And she was also working one of the gates for the A's game. So um, I'm not going to give no names or give up the secrets. But me and my friend in middle school used to go over there and we could sneak in. Uh, she'll let us in and we would go get a hot dog, a drink and just sit there and watch the A's and be like, we thought we were big living. Uh, but when I tell you this is our commitment and what we enjoy day in, day out, Oh, my goodness, it's what kept us going. And that's why I have this passion for the East Bay now is because of what I experienced as a kid playing basketball at RSF, playing basketball at Lincoln uh, uh, Community Center, um, because of these opportunities of riding AC transit and being able to interact with others that that were a part of the uh, athlete community, because we all knew each other, whether it was Oakland Tech, Oakland High, Castle Mont, we all interacted in some form or fashion. So enough about you know Raiders, Oakland, A's, Warriors. Because he could
1: of, talk about it forever. Oh yeah, the strength <laughs> just in numbers, on and numbers, right? On.
2: We can go. <laughs> but I wanted to spend a few minutes and talk about something that I don't think most people know about me, and I'm just gonna give you these four points and uh, I'll, I'll share my why behind it, and hopefully there's some. You guys don't judge me too hard because I know it's some of my vices as well, but. Um, I am all about physical books, great whiskey, vinyls, and a great damn cigar. So let me just explain this real quick, and I'll start with physical books. I am a connected text learner. I need to have a physical book in front of me, and just so much in the world is changing or not being available I believe having my personal library is something that I yearn for because it, it's my sequential learning opportunities, right? One book has opened up my level of learning for the next opportunity. And what I've done in reading, I think I average about 15 to 20 books a year. And what I've done in reading after completing my master's program, has changed the trajectory of my life it has absolutely changed because there's so many gems and some books that we would never be we would have never been exposed to if we didn't take the time to sit down and read so i encourage you whether it's an audible it's not for me but if it's an audiobook um indulge in it get some work in it and just start highlighting and learning in your free time um, but for me i'm a physical book type of guy you know Uh, We cut our cable off a long time ago and just made the commitment to doing that work. Um, Vinyls, you know, uh, I don't I don't know where the love for vinyls came. I always I I hung around older men in my life. Um, I can name a few. My my high school coach, Coach Jones, uh, one of my other coaches, Mark Q. Jones. And I just remember listening to a vinyl come on and loving the crackling sound. I think for me, it was me trying to hold on to history uh, because so much of what I'm hearing on the radio right now, I'm just, I can't handle it for more than a minute. Like, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is just way too much for me. So for, if I can grab a James Brown vinyl, if I can grab a a Whispers vinyl, um, man, some of that just makes my Saturday, Sunday morning ignite and it puts me in a great place. Um what whiskey? <laughs> well, I don't want you to think I'm an alcoholic because that's absolutely what I'm not. But um, I think my appreciation for whiskey came from my brother and his best friend and um, I just for so long just looked at like oh, I don't need a drink or I don't need anything. But when you start learning about the history, when you start learning about the distilling process, there's an appreciation there for what you're enjoying. And everything is going to be a problem if you have too much of it, right? Like too much whiskey, you become an alcoholic or whatever the case may be. But if you get you a nice glass and you enjoy it and you can taste the difference between different brands, different uh, uh, bourbon and whiskey or scotch and whiskey, you, know, you can enjoy a good glass of it. Um, and I'm just grateful for them for educating me continuously till now. And also just, we all share that, go take a look at this one, try this one. Uh, so my goal, my, my bucket list item is really to get out there on the whiskey trail one day and hopefully go experience that. And lastly, of course, the second vice that is probably frowned on, um, is cigars um growing up as a kid we my growing up as a kid um it was my grandfather's uncle or it was something like that so my grandparents were heavy cigarette smokers so i was always turned off by smoking like i don't like that that's just stuff i don't want to do But it was a gentleman, uh, his name was Cecil, and that was the first time I was necessarily, I wasn't necessarily introduced because I didn't partake in it, but he smoked a cigar and I just always remembered that it smelled different. Um, And I've never touched anything or done it any time since then. But Brittany had a great idea to take a trip to Cuba. Um, absolutely loved it. It's a trip that I would encourage everyone to do because it was just an absolutely phenomenal, culturally rich, uh, enjoying time. Uh, I don't know when we took that trip. It was a few years ago. I
1: think it was 2019.
2: 2019. Mm-hmm. And there were some things that were a surprise on there on that trip. So we went and to – one of the things was going to the the, the farms, the cigar farms.
1: Tobacco farms. Uh,
2: the, yeah, the tobacco farms. And he, he, here's the funny story, right? And I, I'll leave it at this. So to get to the tobacco farms and – and what was the area called? Do you remember? It was like uh,
1: – The Vanales Vali- – Valley. Vanales Valley. Yeah, Valley
2: de Vanales or something like him. that. So to get down to these farms – it is not road accessible, meaning these farms, you have to get into this beautiful valley. Like it's a very long valley. I couldn't even tell you how long it was, but our tour guide dropped us off on the road. And if you know me, you know, I'm a pretty big guy. And so me and Brittany are walking this trail and there's a other group of people. I think they were from Philadelphia. They were behind us and we're just chit chatting. And we turn the corner and we walk up to some horses.
1: Well, fun fact. Just going to interject. If anybody knows us also well enough to know Jarell and I, of course, are very close family and friends. Will know that planning, planning trips or uh, surprises, anything. I'm. I'm very. I keep it to myself because I know that if I share, that I might get some. We're not going to do that. A whole lot of flack. You're going to get a whole lot of of flack. Instead of doing that, I just plan things and then we just show up.
2: So she planned it. I'll give her credit for this. But, dog, listen, listen to this real quick. We turn this corner and there's a pack of horses. And I'm looking like, what in the world is going on? And Brittany is standing behind me just smiling and her cheeks are turning red. And I'm like, oh, heck no. No, ain't no way I'm getting on that horse. It's not possible. Long story short, I get on the horse. We ride for 40 minutes. We get to the farm. And it was just a beautiful experience of walking into the shed and seeing the drying process, seeing the picking process, and then sitting down and being educated by the farmers on what goes in the process of making a cigar how it's aged for 5 10 15 years and that moment just being able to enjoy it is when it just took off so now under you know control i'll enjoy one a week one every other week um but definitely just cigars whiskey good physical books and a damn good vinyl would just make my day if we're not talking sports or real estate um, and I think, you know, just to give you a little bit, that's more than enough. I mean, cause I can go on for eons, just talking about things that I love to do and things that just make me go and tick and stuff like that. But we definitely want to appreciate you, um, just to join in again. And, uh, the lowdown is just a, just a glimpse inside of who we are and what we do and what makes us go outside of real estate and our day-to-day work. But mm-hmm. please continue to stick with us through this. We're ironing out the the crinkles and we're getting better and stronger together. And we just want to continue to provide for you guys. So until next time, please enjoy yourselves. Reach out to us if you need any, have any questions or want some access to resources. And let's see if we can enjoy a good glass together, whiskey, or listen to a good vinyl. What's your fi- favorite vinyl?
1: Mm, Sam cook. Oh, down.
2: that's a pretty dope one. We might have to turn that on right after this. <laughs> All right, y'all y'all have a good one. We'll catch up with you on the next episode.
0: Thank you for tuning into this episode of Homeownership and Marriage with the Low Property Team. If you would like more information, helpful resources, or would like to book a personal consultation with the lows, head over to lowpropertyteam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, Jarrell and Brittany would be so grateful if you shared their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. The Low Property Team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener. See you next time on another episode of Home Ownership and Marriage.